Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it if you can. Leave us a review, it really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out, definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. And seeing where everybody has went from Red Boy, uh, it's just cool now to like check back. So I think that's actually a great starting point for a lot of these episodes too, is we're going to check in with some, um, some of the people that I met at Red Boy, whether it's from fighters to coaches to just like practitioners and see how it's impacted their lives. I think that's a cool piece and how it's changed lives. So, you know, I get to Red Boy, I, that's what I'm putting all my energy in. Fuck school, fuck everything else. Like I'm full-blown jujitsu, MMA, boxing, kickboxing, Muay Thai, like my strength training, all that stuff. And then me and my buddy, John Blondardo, shout out to Johnny. We were training at Red Boy together. We dropped everything, moved to Las Vegas. So we're out in Vegas. I'm fortunate, thanks to my coach, Eric Gires, shout out to Coach Eric. Yeah, Eric. Um, yeah, I would like, he kind of connected me, like helped connect the dots. I got to train at uh, Extreme Couture and was part of, as an amateur of the fight team. So I was able to kind of have that guidance and have the ability to practice with fucking the highest level pros, right? Like have these great coaches and everything about it was an amazing experience. And I had, I have stories from there that we'll also go into. If you guys are interested, comment below. Let me know if you want to hear story times with me about my times in Vegas. We can even get into that. That's a whole nother kind of topic, video discussion, podcast and everything. So with that being said, get to Vegas, amazing training. Um, I never actually get to fight while I'm there, but I do jujitsu competitions. And then I come back to New York, um, excuse me, fast forward a year, come back to New York. I actually get a fight and I think it was 11 second knockout. Um, I, actually, no, I'm sorry. That's my first MMA fight. My first Muay Thai fight was actually my first fight ever. I drove up to New York. So if anyone is familiar with New York, I'm from Long Island and we had to drive all the way upstate and I forgot past Albany. Like it was like a six, long drive so drive up day of um fucking not fun right so weigh in all that good stuff win a unanimous decision gas a little bit so i can have some things and at this point shout out to my buddy combat um obviously you guys aren't gonna know who combat is i'm not gonna throw out his real name and i'll check him later if he's cool with it but he's another red boy alum everyone at red boy obviously knows combat um he was basically just helping me hit pads in my fucking basement and in my backyard after getting back from vegas like i haven't officially been a part of a fight team yet i just got combat and like eric was kind of back and forth between uh vegas and new york at this point and then he actually eventually went to california at alliance mma he's over there for a while and then he eventually goes to i think somewhere in europe and then he went to thailand and that'll bring me to thailand as well but so we have all this and i'm able to get those first three fights, like first MMA fight, 10 second, 11 second knockout, um, actually had like a record for fucking an hour in New Jersey. And then on the same card, like the co-main event breaks that record at four seconds. I think. Dude just ran in, bingo, right hand. Um, so that's like a cool way to start it off for me. It, it just kind of built up hype. And I also like was fortunate enough that people around me, both my parents are accountants. Like I grew up around business owners. Like I have that entrepreneurial mindset. So I combined my passion for business and my fight career to actually like I made money as an amateur which was awesome 
And it gave me actually a false sense of like what was possible financially uh, on a sustainable basis because of that first year in success and sponsorships and things I got. And anyways, so do all that, boom. Um, then after my first two fights in MMA, um, kind of hit like a rocky patch where I, on my second fight, I broke a rib, herniated a disc in my lower back, my lumbar spine. And then I went to wrestling practice that Tuesday, I believe it was. And I went for a head and arm throw and I just, boom, my rib exploded. Um, then I herniated again. I didn't realize I herniated this until I went for an x-ray and MRI. And then it actually came back negative. And I had to go back like three months later because I was talking to coach John acceleration and my team and my physical therapists and doctors. I'm like, dude, it just, I, it, something's not right. And then it turns out when they, instead of being in a uh, prone laying position, they had me sit up and go into a flexion position seated. And then they could see when I flexed forward and, and they did the MRI, like my back lit up like a Christmas tree with both lumbar and cervical uh, herniations. So, and, um, bulging, bulging discs as well. So I had herniations. So I had four and four, four herniations and four bulging discs, uh, two in lumbar, two in th uh, cervical and for both. For, so two, two times two, eight. Hope that makes sense. Um, so yeah, so that happens, changes my path a little bit, start focusing more on the coaching side, start figuring out like, all right, maybe I can't fight for like, I have to figure this out. And fortunately, like over a period of time, I actually was able to recover mostly like so now i only have one herniated disc my lumbar spine which is fucking awesome but it still kind of limits me i went ended up going into uh back to stony brook after taking some time off to pursue fighting went back i actually wrestled the season there um because i thought my back was feeling good so i'm like all right let me give it a shot and then towards the end of the season i actually just it was not better like it, it wrestling and grappling definitely made it worse um and that was something i realized like okay and talking to our medical team my strength team and Realize grappling is not really an option for me competitively, especially if it's MMA where I can't sprawl because hyperextension was my big issue. So sprawling was a problem. If you can't sprawl in MMA, you're in trouble. Um, and I always like loved grappling. That was a big strong suit for mine. So I didn't want to rely solely on striking and I didn't really feel calm. So anyways, changed my path of how I was fighting. Couldn't do MMA. So now I do striking, took some years off. And that's where I found coach Tito, coach to uh, Tony Flores. Um, and that kind of relighted my passion for fighting. And that's where I pursued my Muay Thai career, actually, because I took a lull from like 24 to 26. Um, it was like when I was injured and just trying to figure it out and all that fun stuff. So then 27, 28, pick it back up. Still physically feeling good and in my prime now and, and, and from that standpoint of health. And then going forward to, you know, working for the UFC gym, which was a, the UFC's like um, – partnership with, with the fitness brand created the UFC gyms. So still being able to work within the UFC organization was cool. And then being able to have it at their corporate office in New York originally. So one of the first, I think it was eight or 16 coaches hired in the region it was pretty cool. And like, I was excited about it. Cause I also had been training. There was, there was a period of time, actually, I almost forgot about this at American top team, their New York, I guess, affiliates, a New York top team. I trained with like Wayne Barrett. Um, and just actually a whole team of awesome dudes like NJ Mac. Uh, I'm forgetting lunch right now but there's like so many i gotta tag you guys in it um because there's some amazing guys that came out of that too so i've been just had this great opportunity to train with all this diverse group of amazing uh talented people from around different parts of the world so um that's how i kind of have that tie there just so it's coming later okay um so yeah so we have uh that little gap filled in and bring forward to Muay Thai being at the UFC gym. Wayne Barrett pops back up at the UFC gym. So I'm like, oh shit, I get to work with this guy. He's like, and then he ended up fighting for glory. And then um, he was a sponsored athlete of ours for a little bit. It was just a cool overall experience. I got to be at Madison Square Garden um, behind the scenes for like media for glory to be able to like see him 
fight live against Joe Schilling. And that's when he beat him in New York. So that was a really cool experience. And then, yeah, that just made me want to like say, hey, I want to go to Thailand. I want to fight. This is, I want to take it to the next level GoPro. Um, I ended up winning a, a, a championship belt before I went to Thailand. That was my last fight. It was like a send off. Then I got married to my wife. And then we just went right for our honeymoon, right to Thailand. And I think that's where we're going to cut the story for now. That's been the part of my fight and where I'm at. So I hope you guys can kind of understand what I mean by like, what's your fight? Because I have a lot of struggles throughout just this part of it. Not even talking about other things that I've experienced in my childhood or other dynamics that we can talk about. So I hope that resonates with you guys. And that'll help split the journey off into other pieces. But that's where we're going to kind of leave it for now. I hope you guys enjoyed. And I'll check on the next part because then we'll dive into Thailand and that part two phase of my career and then shifting into life of a fighter. Peace, y'all. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free. And that is it y'all. See you on the next one.